Welcome to Mindset Reset Radio. I'm your host, Jess, and I'm on a mission to help female entrepreneurs like you get intentional in life and business. So if you're feeling stuck, you're looking for inspiration, or you just want to be reminded that you're not alone on this crazy entrepreneurial journey, you've landed in the right place. You can join our community of intention getters on Instagram at Jessica Thiefels, that's me, and you can learn more about how I can support you in business and mindset at jessicathiefels.com. Finally, if you love what you hear, please don't forget to rate and review the podcast. I'll be forever grateful. Now, sit back, grab a journal, and get ready to start living with intention. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Mindset Reset Radio. Today is a very special episode because one of my best, best, best friends in the whole world is here with us today, Caitlin Parsons. She is a registered dental hygienist of 12 years, a certified yoga therapist, and an ergonomic coach for dental professionals. She helps dental professionals prevent, reduce, and overcome workplace pain, manage stress, and optimize their health so they can thrive both in and out of the op. Caitlin is passionate about helping the dental community optimize their health to provide better patient care and become better clinicians through her in-person and online programs and speaking events, team experiences, and her podcast, The Aligned Hygienist. Hello. Welcome. Hello. Thank you. I'm excited to be back. There. I know. This is your your second or third time on the podcast. I honestly think it might be your third. Yeah. <laughs> I can find your episodes. I'm and a regular guest. <laughs> yeah, you know, just here. We regularly send each other podcasts via VM, which is just meaning we're just like rambling about all the random things in our life that don't matter to anyone but each other. <laughs> so before we jump into this conversation, which I'm really excited about, why don't you tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do? Yeah. So as you shared in the intro, I am a yoga therapist and ergonomics consultant for dental professionals. So I help dental professionals, which by the way, if you're not in the dental industry, which I'm sure most people aren't, it's a really high incidence of pain and injury. Um, Like 96% of people reporting chronic pain and injuries in the operatory or in the office. So I'm passionate about just helping people feel good because not only in our body, but our mind, our energy, because I know with no matter what we do, the better that we feel, um, the more clear we are, the more energy we have, and the greater impact I think we create. So Mm -hmm. I do speaking, in-person, online events, different programs, and all the things. Yeah, she's doing so much for those of you who aren't in on our VMs and aren't her best friend, you don't know. It's incredible to watch and be a part of. And I was just thinking as you were talking, we're talking about niching down, which is something she and I both have done really recently. And it's kind of funny to think about your journey because you started in the office as a hygienist. So give us like the give us the journey because you've you were there and then you weren't there and now you're there again. And yeah, I how like did I get there? No. I was actually, as you were saying that, I'm like, it would be really interesting as part of this conversation to actually go back to, because the last episode we did was probably a year ago. And then 
I don't know, six months before that or something. So it would be Mm -hmm. really cool because I wasn't fully niched down at that point. But Mm -hmm. anyway, I I practiced dental hygiene clinically for 12 years um, in originally from Boston, moved across the country, got my California dental hygiene license. um, And really early on in my career started experiencing pain, uh, neck and shoulder pain, low back pain. um, And at a 23, 24-year-old girl, uh, fairly healthy for the most part, I hit a low. And I I mean, I was a year into practicing dental hygiene, looking at different careers, looking into disability insurance, and finally just kind of stumbled my way into a yoga class. It's It was a hot yoga class, which is like the opposite of what I teach yeah. now. But I started to realize... I felt a little bit better the more that I went. And I started to realize, I remember having this one day in the office, I was like, well, there has to be, if this general yoga class can help me feel better as a dental professional, there has to be something specific to what we do. So I started researching. There really wasn't much out there just teaching yoga to dental people. Um, And then I started to think, well, there has to be something therapeutic, like for the work that we do and the bending over and all these awkward positions and yeah, there really wasn't. So it kind of just came to me <laughs> uh, one day that I was meant to heal my own physical pain so I could help other dental professionals heal theirs. Because I, at the time, I wasn't really in a network of dental professionals, but I was starting to do research and realize I'm not the only one going through this. So that essentially led me to becoming a yoga teacher and to move across the country to San Diego to pursue a yoga therapy program. Um, It wasn't actually even existing at the time. I just had a sense that the West Coast would have had something before (laughs) the East Coast and it was a different vibe out here. So when I moved to San Diego, literally, what, a month or two before you did, Jess, you and Ben? Mm -hmm. Um, when I first moved here, it took about a year to get my dental hygiene license. Once I got that, I actually, once I got my dental hygiene license, I I was like, okay, I think I'm going to pursue my, and got a job, obviously pursue my yoga therapy thing. And not even a week later, I get an email from a studio a mile down the street from my house. We are opening San Diego's first ever yoga therapy program. And obviously I was like the second person enrolled, went through that, became a certified yoga therapist and working with people individually in therapeutic yoga classes in you know public forums public studios and started to dip my toes into what it would be like to help dental professionals because that was kind of always in the back burner for me and I created a couple of just yoga therapy programs that did really well they helped a lot of dental professionals and it just didn't feel like I had all of the pieces that I wanted to help dental professionals. And I'm sure there's a lot to dive into here. There's probably a lot of fear and all of that, but it took me a while to get to the point that I actually came back to dental professionals. Mm -hmm. So I just continued teaching, building out my private client um, roster, I guess, and started my yoga membership program. And then in the beginning of the pandemic, when the world was shutting down, I decided what better time to leave the dental community to start my own business full time with the help of Jess Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, do all of the things. So July of 2020, July 1st, 2020 was my last day as a dental hygienist and I took the leap. And as you probably remember, when I left dental, I was, I had my private clients and my yoga membership. I was doing pretty okay. Also going through a lot of just personal big transition. And 
felt this like big desire to not be in the dental community at all. Mm -hmm. And I remember being like, oh my gosh, this was what I wanted to do for so long. And now I have zero desire to be in it. There was also a lot going on just with the pandemic and healthcare. And there was a lot of tension in the dental community. Um, And then about a year later, because kind of kept doing my thing, doing my own healing work. And I remember August of 2021. So a year and a half ago, I started to feel a shift of like, maybe I do want to help this community. And then started to just kind of dive into what that might look like. And September kind of made some bigger strides, um, invested in a coaching program. And then January of 2022, so just over a year ago, I was like, we're going all in. Let's do this. I don't know what's going to look like. I don't know how, but I feel a big call to help this community and I know they need it. And so there we are. Yeah. And I feel like for listeners who heard that overview and aren't intimately involved in her Mm -hmm. life. Yeah. She's heard it all. (laughs) What I feel like you might not have gotten is that for the vast majority of her running her business, she was not solely helping dental professionals. So she Mm -hmm. was, was a dental professional and then got out, but she was working with um, older senior clients that Mm -hmm. need yoga therapy. She was teaching just general yoga therapy classes her membership that is now really specific to hygienists or getting more and more specific was just a general yoga therapy mm-hmm. membership. So, so what might not have been super clear is that she wasn't like really at all focused on dental for, for much of that time until just recently. And I think mm-hmm. that's important because something we've talked about is that while niching down is really important and powerful, and we'll talk about that, there was there was also value in like the winding road you took to get to the point where you were ready to dive in. Absolutely. I was thinking about that on our podcast. And initially I had this thought of like, I can't wait to tell them that I wish I did it sooner. And then I'm like, no, that's not true. I actually feel like my journey of not and pretty much skirting all the way around it for so yeah. long and then coming back to it was so, so powerful. And I'm so grateful for it. I actually have chills right now saying that um, because now I know it's it's so in alignment and I had yeah. to do all of the other work, whatever that was, in order to get super clear on and I, I kind of built my toolkit for dental professionals as I got to that point. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I the winding road was very, very necessary. And you built all of these other aspects and got clarity around like one-on-one work and like you built this membership just generally. And I feel like there's almost benefit to doing that because then you have the framework and then you can refine for that specific audience, which I yes. feel like is can be beneficial versus having initially thought like this is only for dental professionals. I think it's having that more holistic view makes the work that you do so much more powerful than a lot of other people in your space. 1000%. And an example of this is if I had just dove right into working with dental professionals, I worked, like you said, I worked with seniors. I worked with a lot of people that had chronic or acute pain that whether they went to get surgery and this was post-op or they were trying to not have surgery or their doctor told them they're pretty much just like a lost cause. Um, And 
being able to work with people in that way, I started to understand like there's way more than just the yoga practice and how we move on our yoga mat. I started to realize like, whoa, what are what is if this person was fine yesterday, feeling good, went to work feeling crappy, like shoulder pain, like something is wrong with what they're doing while they're working or there is a big gap. So I started to look at, you know, how we're, how we are sitting when we're working and how we are sitting when we're or just standing and how we move our body. And I don't, I think I would have missed that big piece that, mm-hmm. that I have now that is so relevant for dental professionals. Cause it's not just for dental professionals. It's not just what they're doing in the office. And that's what I'm, t- I'm like really passionate about talking about It's everything we're doing. And I would have never gotten all of that. Yeah. Totally. And worked with extreme cases. Now I have a lot, a lot more confidence to support dental professionals. Right. Exactly. Having worked with those really extreme acute cases and, and having truly impacted so many people's lives now. Yeah. You're coming into this space that just needs this support so much as like, I know what to do, or if I don't, I'll figure it out because I have the education and the experience. And not that there's anything wrong with going into a very niche industry or audience new, not at all. If if that's you and you know what you want to do, that's amazing. But mm-hmm. for those of you who are like, I'm not there yet, know that you might still be on that path to, to getting there. Mm-hmm. But if you're not there yet and your intuition is telling you, you want to go there and you're not, Let's talk about there are two things I can I'm thinking of that might be slowing you down or holding you back. But why don't you share? I know you mentioned fear earlier. Talk to me a little bit about like the fear you were feeling in thinking about really niching down to the dental. Yeah. I I mean, I struggled with that for a really long time of if I mean, even up until this year where I declared I was going all in on dental professionals, there were so many times, as Jess knows, that I butt up against fear and like the what ifs, because it's like, if I do this thing now, what about the other people or what? Mm-hmm. Then I can't go back. And it's like the the things that we think in our head versus what actually in reality happens, but I had a lot of fear. I I mean, I worried that I would lose specific clients and I worried that, um, I was just making a mistake and I shouldn't have been in that industry. And then where would I go from there? Um, yeah, I'm sure there's so many more fears. (laughs) I feel like the big one that I hear a lot is that fear that someone's going to go to your website or find you on social And they're not going to think that they can work with you because you are for a specific person. And what I always remind people and what I remind myself is if they resonate with what you're saying and what you put out there looks like it would be like people will still reach out to you. Yeah. Like I get male run companies reaching out to me all the time, even though my website says I work with female founded mental wellness brands. So if people Mm -hmm. resonate with you, they're going to reach out, reach Mm -hmm. out to you. Like it's just going to happen. And I think that's three people outside of dental reach out to me this month. Right. Exactly. And everywhere, my website, my emails, my everything is dental. Yeah. As that's just a hygienist, like Mm -hmm. as dental, as specific to dental as you can get. So (laughs) yeah. The other piece I'm thinking of that might be holding someone back that I'm curious what you think about this. For me, a big piece of it was not owning how how much I enjoyed the content marketing work and like 
um, how good I was at it. And this, I had this like sense that like SEO and content marketing isn't sexy and like, but being a mindset coach is sexy or running a mindset members, you know, like I had this idea that it wasn't like, I don't know, cool enough, you know, replace that with whatever is coming up for you. But like, not owning that, like, I actually really love doing this and I'm really good at it. And I want to go two feet in on that thing. I mean, yeah, like resounding. Yes. I, I think as someone that tells people they are a yoga therapist and ergonomics coach for dental professionals, there's almost like Mm -hmm. nothing unsexier than that, unless you're a dental professional and you're like, yes, please. Like, yeah. And I, yeah, I I think that a lot of people butt up against that. That what if it's yeah not cool or not this or not that. Mm. Especially because like on in, I'm thinking Instagram because that's where a lot of us are. But social in general, like there's just so many people that it seems like they're doing this really glamorous work and having these huge launches, these multi million dollar launches and. I think it's really easy to get distracted by that and think like, oh, maybe that's what I want. And so you start going in this other direction when really it's, you know what you want to do and who you want to work with, but you're allowing these other distractions to come in and take you away from that. Yeah. That's what I did. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I did too. I actually, apparently January is a active posting time for me because I've gotten like throughout this month, I've gotten like on the Facebook, uh, memories will come up Mm -hmm. and it's been interesting to see like one year I'm talking about alignment of the, your energy. And then the next year I'm talking about something different. And then slowly it started to like get more into pain and then general professionals and, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's it's interesting to see what kind of shiny thing we we gravitate towards. Mm-hmm. Because for me, dental was not sexy. I thought I would be bored. I thought it would just be mundane. And as you've seen, here I am like lighting up by doing mm-hmm. this because it's something that I know so well and I'm so passionate. And it for me, with what I'm doing, it continues to grow and evolve. So I'm continuing to learn and grow from people with people by doing what I'm doing. And for some reason, that was just like completely not there for me. And I just thought it would be super boring. Yeah, I feel like that's a really good point. Because I feel like there's a fear of go like becoming stagnant because you're Mm -hmm. just working with like one, you know, maybe type of client or in one industry. And I actually feel like it's the complete opposite of that because when you really sink yourself into one industry, so many more opportunities start presenting themselves to you. And all of a sudden it's actually, I know for me and for Caitlin, our businesses are thriving more than ever before because we decided to get really clear on our niche. So with with that being said, tell us about how your business, like how niching down has really benefited your business and, and shifted it. Yeah. So I have been full-time in my business for two and a half years. But before that, I had I was only working two and three days a week as a dental hygienist. So I've been in business for a while. Um, and especially since I quit and went full-time into my business, um, I've been working towards specific goals, not even, I mean, you know, monthly financials is one thing or yearly financials is one thing, but also just really wanting to also build a a deeper community and uh, deeper relationships and continue to build out programs. And 
it just felt like I kept making steps forward for so long and like things were happening, but it took so, so much work. Mm-hmm. And so fast forward to the beginning of last year, cause that's really when I kind of went all in and I just started, I mean, at the beginning of the year, I took an ergonomics course. So I just wanted to, to feel like I had an additional piece that uh, is that. relevant, but I it's honestly just so cool what has happened and Jess has seen it. I decided last year I wanted to get into speaking and half of me hates myself for it. Half of me just knows that's what I'm meant to do. And so I just started putting myself out there. I got so many no's. I got so many no answers. And then in May, I did my first online event that I got paid for, like the first like good one. And from there... I got another one for September, just based on that one I did in um, there. And then from September, I got two new clients. I got another speaking gig. And then what, a month later, I went to a different speaking gig that I had just gotten. And I got three from that. I got multiple private clients. And I've since then done a couple of virtual presentations with other companies. And (laughs) From that, I have gotten more paid speaking opportunities Mm -hmm. and people coming into my email list, people connecting with me, people asking me questions and really just becoming an expert. And I'm being asked to do these these events that last year I would have been pooping my pants and (laughs) never thought possible. And it's I feel like so much of it, it happened because A, I'm in alignment. I'm going after what I want. I niched down and got super clear on who I want to help and what I can help them with. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, con- the, the energy, it's almost just like the energy of being yes. in alignment is just stacking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So much momentum building and it is crazy. And all these events that she's doing guys, they're all hygiene events. Like they're all mm-hmm. with hygiene, uh, hygiene organizations, um, and that and that happened because she got hyper focused in the hygiene space versus like I want to be a speaker and I can speak about yoga therapy and I can speak about ergonomics and I can speak about alignment and energy and then it's like you're all over the place you know whereas yeah. now that she got a laser focus not only is it easier to do the outreach and she can focus on her end but it positions her as more of an expert in her field because that is what she does and that is the power of doing this, whether or not you want to be a speaker, like even just your website. Like I just recently updated my website because I also, I too, just this summer finally niched down and the people that are reaching out to me, it's completely different before I'd get like so many randos and so much crap. And now it's like, it's so clear what I do that the people who I want to work with and who I can work with best are now the ones reaching out to me, which makes my business so much more enjoyable. 1000%. And what, as we were talking about that, I was thinking even the year before last year, so, or 2022 is when I started getting the speaking gigs, Mm -hmm. but even before that, I would reach out and like apply for these speaking gigs, but because I wasn't fully invested in going all in into the dental. My offers were probably, and like what I was presenting to share was scattered and the energy was scattered. My energy was probably scattered. If you go to my website, it was probably scattered because I'm like, hi, if you're a human, let me help you. Right. And now that I just like website niche down, like 
niche down on like declaring who I want to help. And now mm-hmm. I'm like niching or have niche down. Like here's the offers. Here's my speaking presentations. Like if you want to work with me, let's go. Right. And it's crazy. Yeah. The aligned clients that are just coming in and I'm still, I'll also declare or share. I'm not at the financial goal that I want to be. Mm-hmm. And the, the, abundance that I'm experiencing in opportunities and connections and these speaking events, that is enough for me to keep the momentum going. Right. Right. Exactly. And yeah, we're not saying niche down and your business blows up and everything's perfect. You know, it's, it's still a journey, but it's a lot more of an enjoyable journey, I think, because there's this, the other episode I did on um, I did an episode on the unexpected benefits of niching down. And for me, there was this crazy energetic shift in like all of a sudden this like deep clarity and excitement because for so long for me, you know, I said, I didn't feel like content marketing was sexy and SEO wasn't sexy. But when I realized that I wanted to work with mental wellness companies and help these companies that are truly having an impact on the world, help them reach more people who need what they have to offer that all of a sudden, like just something exploded open in me. And I was like, wow, like this work I'm doing is so much more powerful. And so there's that element of you becoming a more empowered entrepreneur and business owner as well, that I think comes through in everything that you do. And it's also, you're busting through that fear too, that fear Mm -hmm. that's like, don't do it, don't do it, do it. And you're like, Mm -hmm. no, I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, that shifts a lot of stuff too. And just the way that you approach opportunities and clients and what comes to you. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> it's making so me glad. so happy just thinking about it because it's Thanks. it's crazy the shifts that I've made, even both of us, because I was with you on your journey of, of mm-hmm. starting to to shift into your niche. And it's just so cool. I feel like Jess and I are are examples of what it looks like and what it feels like to mm-hmm. really not be niching down and trying to help the masses and then shifting to niching down. And like you said, that that sense of a bigger purpose comes through mm-hmm. me now because it was yeah. one thing to be helping, you know, Joe and then Susan over here, but where I'm helping dental in my instance, where I'm helping dental professionals, I know that if I'm helping one dental hygienist, first of all, she's, she might share it with her coworkers, her friends, like just sharing information, but it also affects maybe her relationships mm-hmm. and maybe her career and definitely her physical health and well-being and how her patient that is coming into her dental office is going to be treated or supported. Mm-hmm. And like that big impact gets me so excited. And that I didn't have that for a while. I wasn't thinking about John going to his engineering job, getting super excited because he's feeling good. But there's something about uh, the the niching down and feeling the bigger, the bigger mm-hmm. power. Yeah. And I think something I just thought of as you're listening to this, if you're like, okay, I want to niche down, but I don't know where. Ask yourself what 
I don't know, there's something in there about like, what would make you feel more connected to your work? Or what is it that you're craving? And how can niching down help you reach that? So like, I think for both of us, we felt like we wanted to have greater impact. I know I did. I didn't want to feel like I was doing something just because I was good at it. And for me, there was this very deep personal connection to mental health, uh, because I've been on my own mental health journey for 10 years for a decade now. And I've used companies and brands and people like this to support me through this journey. And so me now almost in a way like giving back to these companies feels so powerful. So like where maybe is there a personal, and I'm curious what you think, Pars, um, where is the, sorry, I just called her Pars. That's what I call her. Her name is Caitlin. Um, where is that personal connection? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Do you think that that makes sense? I do. Um, I'm trying to think because my instance, I feel like is a rare one. I knew 12 years ago, really early on that I was meant to do the work that I was doing. And mm -hmm. again, I skirted around it because it wasn't pretty for a really long time. Um, but I think when there is some sort of deeper connection to th whoever you're supporting or yeah. Even the, I'm trying to think of how I can break this down for people listening, even the type of person that you are wanting mm -hmm. to help. If you help, if you're a mindset coach for millennial women, well, mm -hmm. what are, what are, what kind of millennial women? Is it me and Jess or is it young millennial? Is it someone who's quiet or someone who's building this business? Like yeah. what, what about them? And, or are they struggling with mental health issues or like, you know, I, I think when you can tap into a deeper connection mm -hmm. to not just maybe a niche, but, uh, well, that's essentially a niche too, but, um, with something, I think when we can have something inside of us that gets us excited yeah. and allows us to yeah. feel more connected, it makes the hard days, the nose, the challenges, the, mm. you know, winding roads in the opposite direction a lot easier. Yeah. Personal connection. And then what I just thought of too, is just like a passion because also mm -hmm. for so long, I've had two sides, the mindset mm -hmm. side and the marketing side. And I've tried to bring that together in so many ways. I've had mm -hmm. like three different versions of a membership. I've had multiple courses. I have this podcast, which mm -hmm. is mostly mindset. Um, but like my Instagram, I tried to bring together mindset and marketing for so long. And it just like dawned on me that I'm not supposed to bring those two things together, but I'm supposed to use marketing to support the people that are doing that type of work, like the mental health and the mindset. And um, so I wonder if also another good prompt for you in thinking about this, for listeners thinking about this is maybe is there something you're really passionate about that you've always tried to bring into your work, but you haven't known how? Maybe allow yourself to sit with that a little bit and say, like, maybe there's a different way that these two things work together. Maybe mm -hmm. I don't do that thing, but I serve the people that do that thing. Mm -hmm. maybe that's what I'm meant to do. Yeah. Because um, sometimes we don't know, right? Like you no. maybe want to get more clear, but that clarity isn't there yet. So yeah. And I was just going to touch on that piece. If you're there and you're like sitting here writing everything out, trying so hard to niche down. I would invite you to just tap into the body and to not let it necessarily be as much about the analytical and the mind, but the more, and this is maybe just a personal experience, but I know that when I'm in my body and I'm connected and I'm not trying to have a specific outcome or revelation, um, 
it just kind of naturally happens. And every time in my business that I've made moves based on, yes, this is a yes in my body, let's go. It's powerful compared to there's a lot of things that I do in my business that I'm moving through my head and it's just the shiny Mm -hmm. syndrome of, oh, I think this should be the thing or this is what I should focus on. So just a reminder, and that doesn't mean brainstorming and writing things out isn't valuable. Obviously it is, but um, yeah, giving your 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 body a little movement and, and be in the body to, to find that clarity in that space. Yeah. And sit with it. Like I can remember when you mm-hmm. and I were talking a lot about this for you. And I remember I kept saying, and we kept saying together, like, just let it be there. Like, let it be an option for the week and like, let it come up and see how it feels when it comes up. So like knowing too, that like, the perfect thing or the right thing for you might not come up right away, but just keep sitting on it. Keep letting it float to the surface, you know, just like let it sort of be in the background and you will know, you know, whether or not it's the right fit for you. And for me, it was like very clear. All of a sudden I can't, I don't even remember how it happened. I just, one day I was like, wait a second. I will never forget that day. I got the voice memo from you. I know as you were saying that I was thinking the same thing for you. It, it was probably a couple of months of you being like, what am I supposed to do? I don't like, this isn't feeling super exciting. Mm -hmm. And then I think we probably both together were like, okay, it'll come just create space, do the things. And once oftentimes, once we stop trying so hard, Mm -hmm. the answers just come through. Like for you, I remember that came out of left field. I'm like, so left field that I was like, is this like, real? Is this what she wants to do? And then it was just by, like, you could tell it was so in alignment because everything just happened so organically. And more than that, you were lit up by the work that you were doing. Yeah. Ben was just, my husband, Ben was saying the other day, he's like, I don't think I've ever seen like this much momentum in your business. And my business I'll say is all has been from the beginning, like way more successful than I anticipated. Um, but there's a difference between being successful and having like this very um, passionate momentum or energy behind it. Mm -hmm. Like the amount of sales calls I'm having, the amount of people I'm talking to, it's just, I've never done anything like this before. And it just started happening. So Mm -hmm. also a reminder that I know you would want to give them too, is like, know that it doesn't have to all happen right then and there, you know? And like once you start moving in that direction, the answers are going to start coming to you. So like, if you're like, okay, this is what I want to do, but I don't know what's next. Yeah know that just going to feed in and saying, I'm going to commit to this is going to bring the answers to you. They're going to come. As <laughs> we are just like on the same page. So weird for us. Yeah, I was so thinking weird. that even when I completely niched down and decided to go all in on my dent, like on, for dental professionals, I remember creating the first round of my signature now signature program for dental mm-hmm. hygienists called the aligned hygienist. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember the running through it the first time it was an eight week program at the time. And I really enjoyed a lot of it, but there was like a not super, like it, it, it wasn't it. And I remember finishing the program and being like, there were moments that I was like, dang, maybe, maybe this isn't it. And I'm sure that was part of my fear and my worries and the, mm-hmm. um, the, the part of me that wanted to bail out. And I just let myself, I actually opened it up to get feedback from everyone that was in it, obviously, and just sat with it. I'm like, no, there's something bigger here, or this this is big. It gets to be just bigger. Mm-hmm. So when you're niching down, I'm, I, I guess I just want to say, if 
things aren't sparking immediately, just know that it comes in time and there's a, a period of refinement over and over again. I mean, that's just any entrepreneur really, but if it doesn't happen or things don't feel like yes, immediately, sometimes it just takes a little shift to to click into place. Yeah. Really important reminder. Cause I feel like we can often feel like we need to have it all figured out right away and it's just going to iterate. It's just going to keep iterating over and over. And that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of running a business, right? We get to flow with what feels exciting for us and what new things come out. So um, this has been a great, I want to say, please, if you've been listening, note that I've said niche and <laughs> Caitlin is saying niche. So if anyone like has an answer on like the correct way to say that, please feel free to share it with us because neither of us, neither know. of us know. <laughs> We're just going to keep saying it our own way. Huh? Um, but as we wrap up here, um, what is one gem, one piece, if listeners were to walk away with nothing but this, what would that be? I think the most, like the biggest gem is, is following your heart and taking action. Um, I think for both of us, we would, if we did not follow our heart and we stayed like we did in our businesses, running them the same way we did because they were doing well enough, we wouldn't be feeling the joy and the excitement. And when you can find, when you can connect your business with your, your, your heart and something that is on your heart it makes just life a lot easier, the hard days a lot easier. And um, I think the the greater impact we can create and the the greater the greater joy um of service that we we receive. Yeah. It's funny as you say that too. I'm thinking to myself, like I feel like you and I are different people. We are very right different. Now. Since having knit, even since niching down, like, I feel like I am a different human. I feel like you are a different human. So it's, it's so interesting when you really, and it's like, so corny, like follow your heart, but it's so, I know when it came through, I was like, no, yeah, not this. No, this is so cheesy, but it's so true because yeah, yeah, both of us now that our businesses are in alignment, again, my life is not perfect. I'm not at the financial goals I want to be at. And there is this sense of spaciousness of peace that I've really almost never experienced, especially running my business that, um, yeah, we all deserve to experience. Yeah. I love that. Uh, shifting gears. What are you getting intentional about right now? I am getting intentional about taking action, um, calling my shots and doing my thing inside my business. We've talked about that and I don't have a word of the year. My, my vision of the year is pulling back an arrow and just shooting the arrow straight. And so for me, I'm just calling the shots. I'm going after what I want. It's okay. If I follow my face, it's okay. If I get nose, I want to go after what I want without, with fear there and see what happens kind of possibility, I guess. Yeah. I love that. Where can listeners connect with you outside of the podcast? You can find me on Instagram, the aligned hygienist or my website, the aligned hygienist.com or my podcast, but it's mostly for dental professionals, but it's all things, health, wellness, feeling good. It's called the aligned hygienist. Weird. Love it. The aligned hygienist is Caitlin Parsons. And we should say like, 
The now that I've niched down, remember I did not my brand my business was Caitlin Parsons Yoga Therapy yes. by the way for so long and I was so scared to niche down and name it the mm-hmm. Aligned Hygienist and since I have like it's building a brand awareness beyond what I could have ex- yeah. like thought of so yeah just search the Aligned Hygienist and find Caitlin Parsons and people know you as the Aligned Hygienist that's like do you remember Justine in San Diego like as for listeners, this is like a super side note, but a friend of ours, Justine Nelson, she runs a brand called Debt Free Millennials. And I remember people who like didn't really know her yet, but maybe only came to one event that I was hosting. They'd say like, uh, oh yeah, Debt Free Millennials, right? <laughs> no, like it was her brand. It is still her yeah. brand. Go check her out. She's incredible. Um, but just one more, there you go. One more bonus, Benny, of niching down is that brand awareness that you just can't build unless you have that type of clarity. So, yep. Thank you so much for being here and sharing your insights and story with us. Yeah. You only called me pars once. Only once. I tried really hard. I, I feel very weird calling you Caitlin. So, uh, I did my very best to be. Yes. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you everyone for listening. Yeah. Thank you everyone for tuning in. We'll catch you on another episode of mindset reset radio.